And now, Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. There's nothing better. That's just the way you make me feel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we got an action-packed show, Casey, today. Uh, we're going to be all over the map, in student, including France and the Rhone Valley. It's going to be our France 101 discussion today. We're going to start with a question for you, Casey. Uh, World-famous chocolate is called... Valrona. And where does it come from, do you know? From the Rhone Valley, Tony. From the Rhone Valley. Valrona. Exactly. Most people never think of that when they hear it. And it is the chocolate choice of the top chefs in the world. Yeah. It's about melting or something, isn't it? Or the melting point or the... Well, it's really about the percentage of of cocoa bean. Yeah, inside. Yes. Okay. uh, Rhone 101, we're going to talk about uh, the north and the south, some major grape varieties, why you should consider drinking Rhone, and of course uh, the price point, which is always uh, fantastic. Uh, Also, uh, we're going to skip up to the North Okanagan. Uh, There's a big holiday uh, celebration going on at Grizzly Winery this weekend. Yes, there's a holiday market that everybody should check out when they're up there. 32 vendors, uh, so lots of ideas for holiday gifts, and uh, plus you can have a glass of ice wine, or uh, they, they, they'll be pouring flights, so you shop, drink, drink, shop. I yes. I kind of like that. I think you get four glasses of wine. Yeah, yeah. And s- speaking of drinking and shopping, shopping and drinking, uh, we're going to talk about happy hour today, which I think is a fantastic thing after you've been Christmas shopping. It is. You need a break. But we're going to reveal something today, and this is why you'll want to uh, stick around for this do you know how the happy hour started? I think people don't really know. No, I think how, I don't think anybody's about. really thought about it. You've researched it. I've You've got an answer it. for us, and we'll uh, play that later in today's show in segment three. Uh, finally, coming up next uh, is our old friend Harry Hertzig. Of course, Harry is the exec director, executive director of the Vancouver National Wine Festival. Year? Can you guess the year, Casey? Forty-two. Forty-two. You nailed it. Uh, France is the theme this year. There's going to be uh, 36 French wineries, I believe, somewhere between that, 30 and 40, uh, on the floor. So Harry's going to come in. Apparently, they've been they've just been let out of the uh, the uh, tunnel. <laughs> they've all been burrowing in there, setting up the show, and it's all done now. So we're going to hear about restaurants, special events, tasting events, tickets, where to get what, and there's still time to pick up some tickets for uh, the holidays. And the best hotel to book. There you go. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine.
Grizzly Winery is a West Kelowna estate surrounded by lush vineyards and mountain views. Awarded Best Architecture in the Southern Interior, it's one of BC's most beautiful wineries. Sample an array of red and white table wines and fruit wines produced from locally grown BC fruit. Every sip is a true expression of the Okanagan Valley region. Take a tour. Grizzly Winery, it's an Okanagan wine country destination. Grizzly Winery on West Kelowna's Wine Trail. GrizzlyWinery.com To fully appreciate the Okanagan in autumn, visit Tinorn Creek Vineyards during their fall harvest. Settle into a relaxing tasting experience amid the stunning vistas of the valley. For something really unique, watch all the crush pad action from their public viewing gallery while enjoying a glass of wine. Take in a tour and grab a bite at their award-winning Miradoro restaurant to complete a perfect fall day in wine country. Get a crush on Tinhorn Creek. For more information or upcoming events, visit tinhorn.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Joining us now is the Executive Director of the uh, Vancouver International Wine Festival, Harry Herchig. Harry, welcome back to the studio. Good to be here. I feel like I've been working in the, in the wine festival cellars and wine festival vineyards for the last year, and now I'm emerging with this year's vintage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a good way to put it. Bonjour. <laughs> Santé. Yeah. <laughs> France. People love France, and they love French wine. It just puts a glow on people's faces, doesn't it? It's crazy how that, uh, it, it's almost, it's like magical when you go to the room, all of a sudden you see all these people that you don't see that often, and they come out for French wine. So. You know, in comparison, because we did the theme just a couple years on can you say Canadian wine, and it just yeah. brings up all kinds of rivalries in like Ontario and BC yes. and, yeah. and then from this perspective we look across the pond and go oh France is France. such a happy place but within France yeah rivalries between regions are uh, yeah. can be fierce and, and uh, that's exciting too yeah. it is we've been exploring some of them in our our France 101 but there's a number of regions that will be represented uh, by wineries in the festival what, what what are some of the regions that we'll be highlighting i guess some of the wineries from the regions yeah. would be like Gerard Bertrand from south of France. Yeah, Languedoc. Joseph Drouin and Louis Jadot from Burgundy. Yeah. Paul Jabolet N from Rhone. Yeah, nice. Tatanjay from Champagne. Ugel from Alsace. Yeah. Probably a, Bordeaux. Um, Seychelles. Yeah. James oh, Seychelles yeah. will James be Seychelles. here. James fantastic, yeah. And a lot of the producers... Are coming to have their names right on the on the mm-hmm. label, like I mentioned, Gerard Bertrand, but yeah. Jean-Luc Colombo, Bernard Dussonneau, Michel Gassier, Jean-Frédéric Ugel, Laurent Drouin, they'll yeah. all be coming. That's one of our signature things of our festival: is the owner, the winemaker, the senior rep from the winery will be here, speaking French and <laughs> and you know what I love? A little bit of English. They yeah. come a few days early so they can ski, so they can go up to Whistler and ski, which is great. So it's kind of a bonus coming to Vancouver. Our keynote speaker this year is Andrew Jefford. Yeah, he's fantastic. And this is his first time not only to the Vancouver International Wine Festival, but he, before the festival, he's going to Cowichan Valley to check things out in Vancouver Island. And wow. then after the festival, he's going to the Okanagan Valley for the first and time. And why? 
Why is he going? He's going to two regions he's, he's never been to. Yeah, he's okay. a great, great wine writer. But who? Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, and he's he's the kind of wine writer that moves to a region for two or three years before he writes about them. Wow. So you know, I met Andrew Jefford on that bus we were on in New Zealand yeah. almost ten years ago, and yeah. uh, yeah, and he had just been living in Australia at the time, and mentioned was. to me how impressed he was that the Australian Chardonnays yeah. were changing. I oh, thought he was. Right. I thought he was an Australian wine writer back then, and uh, then I figured out, oh, this guy's not from Australia. He's a very erudite guy. He's a, anyway fantastic. He's going to come and see the BC wine region. It's a big uh, plus for the festival to draw someone here that goes there. Way to go! And his event um, is uh, French Terroir Talk. Yeah, it'll be oh. great. And he's also doing some things on the trade side, a keynote uh, lunch on uh, French lessons in a warming world. Mm -hmm. And we're teaming up Andrew Jefford and last year's keynote speaker, John Bonnet, together uh, on our theme plenary uh, for trade on the Thursday mornings. Lots of exciting things, lots of exciting people and wines. That's why we can say that the wine world is here. Yeah. The last well, we better get him on BC Food and Wine Radio. We're speaking with Harry Hertzig. He's the executive director of the Vancouver National Wine Festival. What year is it, Harry, now? It's 20 or th 20, 42? You know, when it has a zero or five attached, it's yeah. really easy to remember. <laughs> yes, <laughs> It's, it's right. like birthdays. So I have to look myself. 42. 42, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's I knew what I it thought. was more than 39. And 42 French wineries. So yeah. that's kind of a symmetry there. Uh, well, actually, I'm doing a couple events. I know I'm doing one with Gerard Bertrand. Uh, and I'm doing another one with, f I think, several French wineries. So amazing there's a lineup. lot of things going on. I'm really excited about uh, your event on the Thursday, The Family Spirit. Yeah. Gerard Bertrand Wines, Joseph Drouin, Paul Jabolet, Hatton Jay, and uh, wines uh, from Bordeaux from Seychelles. Yeah, there you go. Wow. And Tony's going to have to get a new partner because I'm going to be tasting those 100 rosés. Yes, we're bringing back the uh, global spotlight. Yes, um, I l always enjoyed that. And, you know, some people think rosé in February, but I think that's part of our message is that people think of a wine list in a restaurant and go, hey, wh what are the whites, what are the reds? Yes. You know, we've seen in the last 10 years more and more sparkling wine, and I think it's time that that rosé section be bigger than that, just that yeah. one or two choices, and it should be year-round. Well, also, I don't want to get on the pulpit, but, you know, it's uh, 2020, which means we're going to have 2019 rosés in Vancouver almost when they're bottled instead of two years later. So I'm excited to taste these wines because rosé, you should taste rosé right out of the gate. And if you want to save it for a while, fine. But uh, So it'll be fun to taste all the new 2019 rosés, which I'm sure will be the ones that are going to show up at the festival. And you know what? Spain was always ahead of the game because they, a lot of the wineries in Spain released their rosés in the fall. Mm -hmm. we'll, see, we'll see a mix. Yes. Some from mm -hmm. 2018. Um, the rosés that are not in clear bottles probably age a little better than the clear bottles. Yeah. We didn't mention uh, Beaujolais. Uh, I think, is, is not Mr. Deboeuf going to be at the uh, yep. festival? Deboeuf will be at the festival. And I think uh, one of the categories that uh, I see on the rise is chilled reds. Yeah. And one of our events on the Tuesday night is Sasse Cool. All the wines in that event will be chilled, uh, white, sparkling, rosé, but also hey, Harry, some reds. What, what the hell's going on? Are you getting hip on us now? <laughs> like serving chilled reds? Like, <laughs> holy smokes. 
Finally. It, have you been in Vancouver in the summertime where these Jeez. restaurants have no air conditioning? Exactly. And it, it, the fear of ordering a bottle of red wine? Oh, yeah. No. I've been writing about that Just for years. bring out the ice bucket. <laughs> People think you're yeah. crazy, but... Uh, well, it's down at the convention. Uh, let's just get to tickets quickly. They're on sale. Like, if you go to uh, vanwinefest.ca, all the info is there. Uh, some of the cool stuff is uh, you still have some hotel rooms, right? H- how does that work now? You you get a ticket or you get a room, or how does it work? Yeah, you can get a free ticket to the, to yeah. the tasting room. Uh, when you book a hotel. At stayvancouverhotels.com. And okay. this is... I mean, this is a great opportunity, not just people in Vancouver. We yeah. get a lot of people staying in hotels from the Fraser Valley. So that that's yeah. good news because they're not the – get them off the road. Yeah. But the people in the Okanagan or Vancouver Island or in the north and Prince George, what a great reason to come to Vancouver at the last weekend of February, come to the wine festival, taste all those wines, get a free ticket, stay in a hotel, enjoy Vancouver's restaurants, then any bottles that you mm-hmm. buy on the on-site liquor store – whether it's three bottles or one bottle, two cases, BC liquor stores will ship those wines at yeah. no charge to your local yeah. liquor store in your yeah, own community. Any store you want, yeah. It's fantastic. This doesn't. There's no other province or festival that offers that kind of service. No, no. free no, ticket and great. free delivery. Yeah. And the hotels start at a very reasonable rate. So you've got a, a rate from about, I think it's eighty nine a night up to three hundred a night. Thirty nine different hotels. And I mean, the price of hotels in Vancouver is at the summertime is just going. It's insane. And so, one of the reasons we're at the end in February, early March, it's just this sort of in this sweet spot where uh, it's a little less busy. Before the cruise yes. ships <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and after the holidays, yeah. That's exactly what yeah, it's it works about. well. You mentioned food. Uh, there's a lot of dinners this year. I think it's the most I've ever seen. Uh, so, restaurants are stepping up and getting involved. 19 dinners. Nine of them French, and priced between $120 and $225. And, you know, someone goes, that's a lot for dinner. Wait a second. Those dinners have between six and ten wines. Yeah. There's no way that you could get a dinner at that price. And the, all our prices, whether it's a dinner or event, is inclusive. It includes all taxes, gratuity. Ha, uh, yes, right. People forget yeah. about that. And so the price you see is the yeah. total price that you pay. Right. Even if they were average wines and they're not, you'd have to pay seven hundred fifty to a thousand bucks to try ten wines in yes. a restaurant, and uh, they're higher than that. So it's a good deal. You know, people sometimes say to me, "What's new about the festival?" And I say, "Well, you know, not only are twenty to twenty-five percent of the wineries new to the festival each year, but with fifty-seven events." There's people who've never been to a dinner or never been to a seminar, have yes. never been to a, one of these lively, crazy Saturday lunches. There's so much uh, yeah. wine experiences uh, for people to enjoy. So whether they already love wine or want to learn about wine, there's just great value uh, all week long. It amazes me that uh, that our, our surveys show that 1.8 is the number of events, events that people go to. And, I mean, if I... If I could get a sabbatical, I mean, I just go to the thing all week. Yeah. Yes. It's so much fun. And we do have a gold pass. Well, I remember when you like, used to go to all the events, Harry. <laughs> yes, that's right. In the early days of Twitter, I tweeted yeah. from like all 60 some events. And yeah. then I thought, okay. Yeah. Then you got smart. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, uh, there's speed dating and then there is, uh, you know, sticking to what you really love. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Uh, it's going to be a great event. Uh, all the information, folks, is at uh, vanwinefest.ca. The dates, Harry, are 
We're going to kick off on uh, February 22nd yep. with the Balcanalia Gala Dinner and Auction, supporting our charity, Barn on the Beach Shakespeare Festival. Uh, it's sold out. Already? But we are taking a waiting list. Wow. Ooh. Fantastic. Yeah, well, it's a big, great lineup of French wines. <laughs> yes. You know, the French wine, France the, they does. They bring it. They bring it. Yeah, we could learn from them. You know, go big or go home. That's the way they do it when they go out to an event like that. So that's fantastic. Uh, don't forget, it's a leap year, right? So we're, are we working on the 29th this year? Is that? Uh, yes, the 29th <laughs> is on the Saturday. So I'm, I'm expecting women to propose to men in the tasting room oh, in, front of, wow. in, in front of I your booth. Yeah, right. I that wouldn't that surprise would me at all. Yeah, we can. Uh, I think both Casey and I have the right to marry them right on the spot <laughs> yes. because we're we're radio hosts. So what? <laughs> you are the captains of your ship, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We could, yeah. I think we should do that. I know some people who need to get married <laughs> <laughs> and experience they, it, as and, I say. And they can ha- get a hotel, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that very night. Harry Hertzig, so great to see you. Uh, get some sleep, I guess. It's almost like having a baby. Get some sleep now, because you won't get any in January and February. Well, we just finalized our schedule yesterday, so this is uh, good timing for me to be here. And uh, we're going to be putting that information on the website soon. And uh, yeah. Um, now I just try to get out of the way. Yep. Yes, until yep. the 22nd. Thanks. Right on. Thanks for joining us, Harry, and for you listening, vanwinefest.ca, for all the information. It's going up in the next week or so. All the events will be up there, all the dinners, and then there'll be some dates where you have to uh, line up to sign up, basically. Tickets go on sale January 8th for individual go. events, but there's event tickets now. Yeah, so, uh, super. And Christmas gift idea. Oh, yeah, yeah great idea. Stocking stuffers. Do people need more stuff? No, well, it's, look, it's in our list for 60 gifts no, in they, 60 they, minutes they, next week. They need a night out. So get them a ticket to the festival. Receive and, the uh, Go Thursday night while it's still sensible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you later. Thanks. Harry Herchig, he's the exec director of uh, the Vancouver International Wine Festival, year 42 coming up. I've been to 42. I don't know. 42. Me too. That's a lot of festivals. Is that the first one? I'm going to take a break now after saying that. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here, nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clodisole Winery. Surrounded by an idyllic organic vineyard using natural ferments and small art artisanal winemaking, they produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect the unique land. You can find Clotus Olay wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province or order online at clodisolay.ca. Hi, it's Tony and Casey with exciting news for the holidays. That's right, Tony. Next week's show is our annual 60 Gifts in 60 Minutes, our favorite show of the year. It's a rapid-fire show. gives you 60 awesome gift ideas in 60 minutes. If you've got that special someone that is hard to impress, this is the show for you. Restaurant ideas, wine gifts, cookbooks, all that and more. 60 gifts in 60 minutes. Next week on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. You know I'm a wine drinker. Let's be completely honest. That's what drives that passion. Tony Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. Between our our three properties, I have about a 5,000 bottle wine cellar. So I have wines from all over the world, and I drink wines from all over the world. 
I do have a lot of friends. <laughs> Experience the passion. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca and look for Poplar Grove at private fine wine stores. Please enjoy responsibly. Join BC Food and Wine Radio at the 42nd Vancouver International Wine Festival, February 27th to 29th. Advanced tickets for International Festival tastings, Delta Airlines Tasting Lounge, and Gold Passes are on sale now. For a free International Festival tasting ticket worth up to $115, choose from four sessions. Book a downtown hotel via stayvancouverhotels.com by February 13th. Details are at vanwinefest.ca. Limited supply, so book now. And to win tickets to the Friday evening tasting, listen to this station. Come see Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson talking with international and BC vine stars in the tasting room at the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Don't wine and drive. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, from the happy news about the wine festival to happy hour, uh, a couple things about happy hour. First of all, it's uh, the holiday season, and, and actually you need a happy hour when you're out shopping. You do. If you can get Absolutely. that shopping done by what time, Casey? Is it two or three or four? Or what, three. What, would you say three? They start, three's a good start time? Yeah, three's a pretty good I mean, start time. I mean, they change. Yeah, but, uh, three to five, four to six. Yeah. Summer, four to seven. So get the bags full and then uh, head for happy hour and have a drink or two and then go home. And by then, your husband will have had the dinner made. Is that the way uh, yeah, it goes, Casey? I don't Something think like that. so. Well, no? <laughs> I think you're the only one that does that, Tony. <laughs> Love it. Uh, happy hour. What w- w- Did it have a start? Like, why is there happy hour? You know when it started? I, it's uh, hard I to no believe idea. it started during Prohibition. Really? Because people wanted to have people a few were drinks. <laughs> yeah, right. They wanted to have a few drinks yeah. before they went to a restaurant because you couldn't, couldn't drink in a restaurant. So uh-huh. they would go into these speakeasies and... And, and speak easy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and drink that's how a lot. happy hour started. Wow, that's a great... In the uh, U.S., of course. Good story. I didn't know that. No. But I wondered how it had all begun. Okay, well, how does it all end? Oh, Tony, it is so popular in Vancouver. Yep. It's really impressive. And uh, actually, it's popular out of town, too. We're going to start in Kelowna with a couple of ideas uh, where we start with rods. Yeah, rods bites. have happy hours in their micro uh, bar bites. Yep. Tuesday to Saturday, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And it, they call it, I love it, they call it the happiest of happy hours. Oysters are $2. They're usually, oysters are now 4 to $5 an oyster. That's crazy. So $2 is good. It is crazy, especially because I know you could eat two dozen. So could I. And everything on the menu is $2 cheaper during happy hour. Right on. And still in Kelowna, but down at the winery, Summerhill Organic Bistro, uh, which is just south uh, of uh, the downtown area. It's about a 15-minute drive. And that's the only uh, wine list where they're at happy hour, where they charge by the ounce. So they're charging $1 per ounce. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah. In fact, that is something, some of the happy hours are charging $5 for nine ounce glasses of wine. So, you know, take a look at what how many ounces you're getting in your glass. You might want to choose a restaurant according to mm-hmm. the size of the glass of wine you're going to get. Anyway, the cool thing about Summerhill Organic Bistro is that the wines are organic, 
And you can also buy their library wines for $10. So that's pretty impressive. That's mm-hmm. five ounces, $7 to $10, $10 for library wines. And all the food, their small plates, are 5 to $7 each. Okay, and further south, uh, Poplar Grove, which of course is on the Naramata bench in uh, Penticton, they have a daily happy hour from three to five, and uh, everything is seven bucks. Yes, so that's does great, that include great like idea. a glass of wine and or? wines? Everything's okay. seven dollars. So uh, you can get in there for fourteen bucks with a friend. Right. <laughs> Uh, don't, don't ask for separate yeah. bills at happy hour. And, and down on the Golden Mile bench, uh, the Miradora restaurant, uh, yes. that's at Tinhorn Creek Winery. Our the, friend Manny. Yeah. I gave him a call and he said, yes, we do it daily. The wine's $10. The tapas, you know, they have a great chef there. Tapas are 9 to $20. Yep. And pizza's 3 to $5. Really and you know pizza. how good that pizza is. Yeah, Jeff Van Geest, the chef there. Uh, yeah, all good. Uh, in Vancouver, Casey, at the Opus Hotel? Yes, and this is where I think Anissa should go. It's one of the quietest happy hours. Well, now, why do you say Anissa sh- needs a quiet happy hour? Because I know how much we pay her, and everything's $5. She goes uh, there to cry. Yeah, red wine, white wine, bubbly, beer, yeah. cocktails. The menu's 4 to $7. Okay. They have my recipe for meatballs, and I make the best meatballs. And they're seven dollars. Well, just a minute. We're writers. Maybe we should be going there. We definitely. Uh, we, we'll we, meet her we, there. We need a cheap happy exactly. hour. Exactly. We'll meet her there. And that's plus, in- we work at a radio station. So, <laughs> <laughs> holy smokes! The Opus Hotel Lounge, and that's at three twenty-two Davy. Okay, daily. All day Sunday. Oh. So daily five to seven, and all day Sunday. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, also in Yaletown, La Terraza Lounge. That's just. On the edge of the restaurant. Yes. <laughs> As you go in the front door. And we had our Christmas uh, party there one mm-hmm. year, a yeah, couple of years did. ago. Yeah. So it's open daily from 5 to 7. It's the most comfortable happy hour room, I would say, in the city because they've got those beautiful wingback leather chairs. The highballs are five fifty. The house wine's $8. And pizza, the food is fantastic. It's a bit more expensive. It's $10.88, but if you go with four people, you can order the pizza, the carpaccio, pasta, garlic prawns, and Caesar salad. And so it's really worth checking you, you out. You really need a glass of wine to figure out why it's $10.88. I know, I know that. Well, you know to why, Tony? 87 or 86 cents. <laughs> it's 1088 Canby Street. Okay, there you go. You <laughs> so gave it glad away. you asked. You gave it away. <laughs> Uh, okay, on the other side of town, sort of on the west side of downtown, Tableau Bar and Bistro, that's a, one of my favorite spots to drop by at 1181 Melville Street. They've got two happy hours. They do, 2.30 to 5.30 and 9.30 this to close. This seems more common now to have these two happy hours in, in yeah, restaurants. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, especially if, uh, for people who stay up after 9.30. Like you and I. Which includes us, totally. Exactly. Red, white, and bubbly, $6 a glass. Beer's 5 Highballs are 5 Cocktails are $2 off the menu. And the food ranges from $4 to $50. The mm. $50 is the Seafood Tower, which feeds up to 3 mm. And what I was really impressed with, I didn't see it anywhere else, excellent discounts on all the wines by the bottle. I would say 40% off. Okay. In my neighborhood? In your neighborhood, the new beach house in West Vancouver. That's at 25th and Marine in Dunderave. 
Oceanside, mm-hmm. which means happy hour on the ocean, two happy hours, 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., and 9 p.m. to close. And their wines are a little more expensive, but they're nine ounces, red and white, 10 to $20. Yeah, you know, you say that, nine ounces, that's almost like a third of a bottle of wine I know. in a glass. No, that's a lot of wine. It's a very good pour. Cocktails go from 8 to $12, and the menu goes from $8 to $18. And yeah. this is your place, Tony. Oysters, sushi roll, lobster and prawn, flatbread, and poke. By the way, on Wednesdays, you can skip happy hour, have dinner, and the wine is half price. On so Wednesdays. Imagine, imagine what you save. I know. So you can have a nice $60 bottle of wine for 30 bucks. I know. It's fantastic. So it's a great idea. And on Sundays, I believe that they're discounting uh, the seafood towers. Oh, good idea. Which is a fantastic thing for Sunday dinner. Boy, those have taken off in Vancouver. Yeah. The newest cocktail in uh, uh, happy hour in Vancouver is at 1133 West Broadway at Tojo's. Right. Oh. He, he's, he has never had a happy hour before, as far as I know, but he announced it on our show recently. He did, and you know what's exciting about it? It's Thursday to Saturday, 4 mm-hmm. to 6 p.m., but it's daily in December. Mm-hmm. It's a great spot to go. The menu is very reasonable. Yep. In the happy hour bar, yep. $7 to $22. And you can get his famous Tojo Mackey, which is the modern California roll, yep. showcasing Dungeness crab. There's sashimi on the bar menu. Yep. And, and Tony. Yeah, my favorite. Citrus and salt, sea salt, chicken, chicken wings. wings. And you know, anything Tojo does is just that, you know. It's oh, just yeah. The best citrus, the best sea salt. Exactly. The best <laughs> ingredients. No, they're delicious. So if you're shopping on Granville Island or South uh, Granville, uh, it's an easy jump over to Tojo's for uh, happy hour, 4 to 6. He actually calls it cocktail hour, yes, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Because uh, that's probably something to do with Japanese whatever. Yes, yes. They're always happy, They're so they have to have happy. a cocktail hour instead. And Tojo's at 11.33 West Broadway. Yeah. And then our friends from Blossom Dim Sum oh, and yeah. Bar on 808 Butte Street at the yeah. corner of Butte and Robson, second floor. Another two happy hours daily. Yep. In Vancouver, on the second floor. you yes, got to look up. Yes, on the second floor, 3 to 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. to midnight. The, these are ridiculous prices. Wine and cocktails are 450 Beer is 350 Wow. The menu Let's is 350 to 6 I know. I want to go. Uh, one of my favorite things there are their crispy prawn dumplings, three pieces for $5. Like, this is oh, a joke wow. menu. It's fantastic. Let's see, 24 pieces. Oh, that's fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, love it. Uh, well, there you go, folks. Happy hour. Now, remember that. That's one of the best uh, trivia questions you can ask. And you know how trivia questions come up over the holidays. And the After qu- you stop talking about President Trump. That question is? Andrew Shear. And Pierre Trudeau, the question is, how did happy hour start? What oh, were the right. origins <laughs> <Okay>. of happy <laughs> hour? Yeah, we just gave it there. We gave it away. Thanks, Casey. Still ahead, folks. Don't touch anything. Sit right there. Pour yourself a glass of <laughs> a glass of wine. That's what I said. Don't touch anything, <laughs> including <laughs> including the dials that aren't on your radio. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I, I think you need a nine ounce glass of wine, I've, Tony. I think I've had one. Still ahead, Angela Rafter joins us from a Grizzly Winery in Kelowna with a great idea. Uh, well, with a number of great ideas for the holidays. 
And uh, I think I'll, I'll order another happy hour drink right now. I think before you should. That. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Come and get married in the land of Ing at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyas. Beachfront on Osuyas Lake, Canada's warmest lake. One stop for all your wedding dreams. Gorgeous lakefront suites at Watermark Beach Resort for you, your family, and your friends. Farm-to-table South Okanagan cuisine. Dining and whining, laughing and celebrating. Deep in wine country. (laughs) Connect today. Weddings at watermarkbeachresort.com. Grizzly Winery is a scenic West Kelowna estate surrounded by lush vineyards and stunning mountain views. Walk through the grapevines and sample the exceptional quality of Grizzly's award-winning portfolio of red and white table wines, fruit wines, and delectable ice wines. Every sip is a true expression of the Okanagan Valley region. Take a tour, Grizzly Winery. It's an Okanagan wine country destination. Grizzly Winery on West Kelowna's Wine Trail. Grizzlywinery.com. The best food and wine in the Okanagan awaits you at Rod's Regional Table. Microbar and Bites, Terrafina at Hester Creek by Rod's, and Sunny's, a modern diner. It's fall in the Okanagan, and Rod's Regional Table in Kelowna is featuring the best of British Columbia. Their wine list is 100% BC, showcasing wineries from all over the province, from the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys to Vancouver Island. For reservations, visit rods.com. Walk-ins always welcome. Rod's Regional Table, Microbar and Bites, Terrafina at Hester Creek by Rod's, and Sunny's, a modern diner. The true taste of the Okanagan. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Um, we're heading up to the Okanagan Valley to chat with Angela Rafter. She's an events coordinator at Grizzly Winery in West Kelowna. Angela, how are you today? I'm great, thanks. How are you guys going today? Uh, We're really good. It's getting cold down here. I'm wondering how cold it is up there and whether anybody's making ice wine yet or whether you guys are making ice wine. Well, it's definitely gotten a lot cooler over here here in the last few days. We're not going to be making ice wine this weekend. Uh, We like to wait until the second time it gets really cold, just so we get a little bit of extra flavor into our wine. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, okay, well, uh, it may be just around the corner, but uh, well, we know it's going to be cold this weekend. Uh, we love ice wine anyway. Do you are, are you a fan of ice wine, Angela? I am now. I hadn't tried it before I started working at Grizzly Winery, and as you can probably tell, I am Australian, so yeah. we don't have ice wine in no. Australia. <laughs> and you know what, so. Angela, what you can do with ice wine, I want you to go home and do this, and I know Tony has a recipe, I think on his website, you can make ice wine butter, and just mm. if you do that, you would like to use a sourdough bread. Doesn't that sound delicious? Oh my gosh, I am definitely going to look that up and make it. It sounds 
fantastic. Dead and easy. I love sourdough as well. Yeah, dead easy to make and uh, even more fun to eat. Yes. Uh, well, it's great Fantastic. to talk with you today. Uh, I know there's a number of things going on at the winery. Uh, let's start with this uh, craft culture event, and, and uh, I believe you're going to have 32 vendors there. Yeah, it's a really it's the first time the craft culture uh, markets have been held in West Kelowna. Normally, they're in Kelowna itself. Yeah. So we're super excited to be partnering with Craft Culture to bring this event to life. Um, we've got 32 vendors. We're going to have music going on as well. It's a perfect place to come in and do some holiday shopping. And this and is... Like hanging out with your friends and family. And this is the holiday market at Grizzly Winery. What about parking? We have parking on site, so parking's not a problem. No street parking, though, unfortunately, because the Westside Wine Trail is now so beautiful that we got to park on, at the winery itself. And when is this happening, Angela? It's happening this Saturday and Sunday. Saturday from 10 till 6, sorry, 12, 12, to 12 6. till 6. On Sunday, it's happening from 10 till 5. That's terrific. Uh, so what, any idea what, what will be on display with the, among these 32 vendors? What are some of the things that people might be able to uh, have a look at? Yeah, we've got an amazing range of vendors. I'm super excited. So we've got local artisans who make jewelry. We've got some candle vendors. We've got people who make like beautiful chopping boards and cutting boards, mm. which I believe some of them actually use old wine barrels, which is super cool. Yep. Uh, we've also got vendors who use pointillism to create beautiful artworks, minimalist artworks. We've just got so many people. It's fantastic. And what are we going to drink? What are you offering for all the people that are coming to check out this craft market? Yeah, well, obviously that's the most important question. <laughs> we have our normal flights for sale with the wine tastings. And every uh, tasting flight you buy, you'll get a sample of Merlot and a little pairing to go with it as well. And how much is that? That would be the classic flight? Yes. So the classic flight is $8. It comes with four samples. Or you can go to the grand flight, which is $10. and includes all our ice wines and our reserve cab franc. Wow. We're speaking with Angela Rafter. She's event coordinator at Grizzly Winery in uh, West Kelowna. So, Angela, you came from Australia. Are you prepared for uh, the weather that's here now? Is that something uh, you've experienced before? <laughs> yes. I've actually been in Canada for five years, and West Kelowna and the Okanagan are definitely my favorite places so far. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I love to go to Australia. I love the heat there, which we don't get very much of here, <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess it's nice to go from hot to cold and cold to hot, I guess. It's definitely not. You always want what you don't have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I grew up in Queensland, which is subtropical, much hotter, much more humid. Mm -hmm. So I come over here and I just relish the cold winter. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's great to hear. And um, you're going to have live music at the event at the Holiday Market at Grizzly. And what should we do? I know it's admission by donation. Um Who's the charity, and what would you recommend we donate? We're, so this weekend we're partnering with KCR, Kelowna Community Resources. They're really important in the community with helping new immigrant families and lower-income families. So we're, this is going towards their Sponsor of Family Christmas program. So it really helps families that may not be able to buy everything they can for their kids or put on that really nice Christmas dinner. 
So we suggest, obviously it's only suggestion, Mm -hmm. we suggest a $5 donation to come in because it's going to an amazing cause. Well, that sounds reasonable to me. Always great. I love uh, how much the wine community gives back uh, uh, most of the year, but especially at this time of the year when uh, people who don't have as much uh, could really use it. So that's fantastic. Uh, Okay, so let's summarize the event. uh, Saturday, November 30th, that's 12 to 6 p.m. And then on Sunday, December 1st, that's 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Suggesting a $5 entry free. uh, Feel free to give more, folks. It's that time of the year. And uh, drop by Grizzly Winery now. You can, uh, I think what you should do is drop by. First thing you should do is go over to the bar and uh, taste the wine, both wines, the dry wines and the ice wines, and then uh, wander around, do some shopping. And That sounds like a fantastic plan. I couldn't suggest anything better myself. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us today on uh, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, and uh, we wish you luck with this event and hope that uh, you can raise as much money as possible. Thank you both very much. It was great to come on and chat to you. Yeah, thank you, Angela. Uh, that was Angela Rafter, and she is uh, she's involved at Grizzly Winery this uh, weekend. Um, it's a craft fair with like 32 different people, Casey, so there's going to be a wide range of things. You know, that there from, really is. From big gifts to stocking stuffers or whatever. Right, food, and, candles. Yeah, and a great cause. Uh, now... Uh, we actually have, before we go, we have some big news about uh, Kelowna for our listeners. Uh, it's really great news, actually, and uh, it's coming up very soon. In fact, starting next week, the BC Food & Wine Radio is moving to prime time in, uh, in Kelowna. And uh, so when you listen to us each week, we're going to be on uh, Friday during the Drive Home segment at 6 p.m., and we'll get you set for the weekend entertaining. So at... Uh, uh, I've been in Kelowna at 6 o'clock, Casey. There's a lot of people on the road. There are. Everybody drives and, in the Okanagan. And the whole talk is, wh- what's the bridge like? You know, one side or the other. It's kind of like where I live, the Lionsgate, one side or the other. So uh, now you're going to be able to listen to uh, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, and we'll catch you up with all the latest wine news up and down the valley and set you up for the weekend uh, for visiting or eating, drinking, tasting, uh, whatever's going on. So we're excited uh, to do that. Of course, you'll be listening on AM 1150 in Kelowna, and uh, we couldn't be happier to be there in prime time. Remember, Casey, when I used to say we were Canada's only yes, I prime do, time? Uh, uh, and everybody laughed at me, but uh, here we are. We just nailed down another spot in uh, Kelowna. Don't go away, folks. Coming up next, Rhone 101, part of our uh, French series in preparation for the upcoming Vancouver International Wine Festival. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. 
Change is in the air at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery, and they couldn't be happier. Their new wine experience center is currently on schedule for completion later this year, featuring completely rejuvenated vineyards for even better vintages. In the meantime, during the ongoing changes, Mount Boucherie's wine shop will still be open daily from 11 till 5 for tastings. And if you can't come to the mountain, let the mountain come to you. Visit them online at mtboucherie.com. Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. Our roots run deep. Kalmana Family Estate Winery reminds you that it's time to join the 2019 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Kalmana's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Kalmana wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the number series, Kalmana's small lot program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit kalmana.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Hi, this is Duncan from Hillside Winery and Bistro. I invite you to experience the finest that Naramata Bench has to offer. Terroir-to-table cuisine and crafted wines made exclusively from Naramata grown grapes. Delight your senses as you sit back, slow down, and savor our locally inspired food and wine. Enjoy a fresh take on dining with the Bistro's new shared plate menu. Come discover and taste the difference at Hillside Winery and Bistro, located in the heart of the Naramata Bench, just minutes from Penticton. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. That dreamy music, uh, Casey, <laughs> is... Uh, and that's a time gone by. It is. But the great thing about wine is it covers all those times. So, it does. Uh, uh, it fits. Thank you totally so much, Anissa. Uh, our France 101 continues this week with a look at the Rhone Valley. Uh, the Rhone is a big place and uh, a fun place to visit as well. Uh, so much to do in a, a place that you need a car to drive around in. I think that's the best way to do it. But, uh, Casey, you know, the Greeks, like, the Greeks were the first people in, in the 4th century B.C. Uh, that were in that region, uh, you know, spreading their culture. But it was the Romans. Everybody talks about the Romans. The Romans basically used the Rhone as a highway, the the Rhone River, yes. going up and down. Uh, so they they were there for quite a long time, uh, and and uh, of course they were planting vines and and well, doing the Roman thing, you know. And, and they first planted around 600 BC. Yeah, it's incredible. Vines. When, when it's hard, it's hard to for us to imagine. It is being born in you know the 1900s, but uh, that's the beauty of wine. It's been around forever, and, and uh, they picked a great place. Uh, there's two. I, I think what we'll do is we'll divide the Rhone into uh, the north. And the south, I think that's pretty easy for people to uh, to think about. And then let's just talk about quickly, uh, because it's always about the Appalachian in France. So you go into the liquor store and you go in, you, you want to buy a wine from the Rhone. You pick up a bottle and basically uh, you're going to find, uh, you, you rarely, if ever, see Rhone Valley on the label, but you see Cote de Rhone, so the yes. hills of the Rhone. So Cote de Rhone is the basic uh, Rhone that you can you can buy in the store it accounts for fifty percent of all the wine made there and I'm talking about millions and millions of bottles of wine. It's really the entry level and it's always uh, probably a blend. I tell people it's Grenache Syrah or Syrah Grenache depending on which area of the Rhone you're in. Yes. Sells for about say anywhere from fourteen to eighteen dollars a bottle. Absolutely delicious. 
actually mind-blowing when you have a bottle of Cote de Rhone. Uh, have it against the BC wine that costs $14, yes. and uh, you'll see the value there. It's really a terrific a terrific way to go. Now, above that, it's similar. We talked about it with Beaujolais. Uh, there's a whole bunch of villages in the Rhone Valley, so uh, and some of them are demarcated, you know. So if the grapes come from around the villages, it's called Cote de Rhone Village. So it's logical. The same way it was Beaujolais Village, this is Cote de Rhone Village. Uh, it's a step up. Usually, the French like to talk about it in strength, in alcohol, in weight. So, yes. uh, but I don't really care that much about it. So, it's for me, it's just another uh, brand. Almost, if I like the producer, that's the way I would look at village. But the step above that is very important, and that's a named village. And many people know uh, the names of the great villages, like, for instance, Gigondas or Vakura. Right. Or, uh, so, so these villages appear on the label, and they've got a very distinctive flavor. And, of course, now you're talking about 25 to $30 bottles of wine, great intensity and vintage. So, so that's the way it is in, in the Rhone. It's pretty simple to understand. But uh, there's 21 villages. Yeah, you don't really have to remember the villages. You'll okay, see the good. name on there. But it's the crews above that. There's 17 crews, and those are the ones that most people know. So often, if you're with me and we have a Crow's Hermitage or a Hermitage, or a St. Joseph. Uh, these are names that are attached to the most important villages in the north and in the south, Chateauneuf de Pape, uh, another region that's well-known, uh, Cote de Ventoux. There's so many different uh, names that can appear on the labels, but they're all from the Rhone Valley, and they're all generally a blend. Now, in the north, they're all made from Syrah, but in the south, they're a blend of Syrah, Grenache, Carignan, Movedra, and in some mix, one way or the other, doesn't really matter. Um, you, you can taste those wines, and that's that's a good way to look at the Rhone. You know, Tony, you won't remember this, but I remember calling you. We've been doing the show for 22 years, and I remember calling you. I was in a very expensive French restaurant in New York, and I looked at the wine list. I just thought, well, I don't even know what we can afford. So I called you. I said, where can I look on this huge wine list? And you said, go to Rhone. Oh, we were so happy. It was just a huge difference in yeah. price. And uh, and you probably had a shot enough to pop. Yes. Which, uh, uh, do you know the origin of that, Casey? No, and I don't know what does that mean. Well, it's the it's uh, it's the Pope's new crib, is a, is kind the of a trans- Pope's new crib. Yeah, because the Pope's uh, uh, the Pope's traveled. They, they left uh, the Vatican and they would go there for uh, holidays in the summer. Yes. In the shot enough to pop region, and uh, so they hung out there for a while and. Uh, Pope Clement V, he moved his headquarters to uh, Avignon in 1309. Wow. So that was the start of it. And, of course, uh, the French are the master marketers, so they just glom onto that, man. The popes are here. All the next thing you know, they're shouting up to pop. (laughs) Uh, So if you think marketing is something new, you think social media is something new, forget it. These guys uh, had it going on in uh, And we all love that bottle, the bottle that it comes in. I know they've changed it, some of the... Yeah, but that bottle, it has the raised keys on it. Exactly. And they're crossed on the front end of the bottle. It's beautiful. It is. You know, these are little things... That I often say to the Okanagan, uh, first of all, everybody's got to get in the same room. That you need a she, uh, you need a shoehorn and a sledgehammer to get people in the same room. Yes. But imagine if the Okanagan came up with a bottle that had a, a raised design on it. You know, a, a relief on the side of the bottle. 
So that everywhere in the world, when that bottle's open, like the Shadow of Tapap, yes. with the keys on it, you, you re would recognize. You it. automatically know what's going on. You go, oh, I recognize that. That's from France. That's from the Rhone. That's from Shadow of Tapap, and that's what we need in the Okanagan. So okay, that may be too big a step for them. How <laughs> about if they do this? Every region in the Okanagan mm -hmm. has a bag that you put a bottle of wine in <laughs> and the regions of the name of the regions on the bag. I guess so if the bag's recyclable, but really I, I don't know. Uh, the bottle is a simple thing. We could put something on there. Well, some I'd like to hear some of your symbol. ideas on that. Maybe Tony. a relief of me on the top of that. Yeah, bottle, right. right. Yeah. That would sell out <laughs> quickly. Anyway, the Popes have done a great job of selling uh, Chateauneuf de Pap. And by the way, at the Vancouver Wine Festival this year, there are a number of Chateauneuf de Pap producers that will be in the room. So it'll be a good chance for you to taste their wines. Now, what is special about Chateauneuf de Pap? We talked about these varieties in Rhone's. Well, they have up to 20 different grapes can show up in a Chateauneuf de Pape. Wow. And often 13 were in a traditional bottling, including, believe it or not, several white varieties, which seems incongruent with a red wine. But, of course, those white wines have the acidity, and so they're blended in. But imagine putting 12 or 13 different varieties into a single wine. Well, I that's know, and, and balancing that. So that's a traditional style, Chateauneuf de Pape. And then in the modern era, it's been very cool. Like at, at uh, the Perrin boys uh, do it. At uh, They love to have 100% Grenache in their Chateauneuf de Pape. So there are many different styles out there. So at Chateau Beaucastel, it's all Grenache. But, uh, but at other Chateauneuf producers, it could be as many as 13 different varieties in there. And that brings complexity into the wine. See, the thing about French wine, we've been talking about all these regions and what's going on. The French are really smart. They don't want to be bored by a glass of wine. No. So they, you know, they don't make really super fruity wines. They try to make complex wines. They try to make they try to get the umami into the wine. They want that mushroom flavor, savory, savoriness in right. the wine, and that's uh, what that they have in uh, spades and Chateauneuf de Pape. By the way, if you walk in Chateauneuf de Pape, uh, you can't see anything but round stones. They call them galets. The stones are. Uh, they're about the size of a melon. Wow. And they're everywhere. They've been left over. They've been washed down through the rivers and, and the And that's what the makes mountains. the wine so delicious. Yeah, because those stones reflect the heat all summer long, and then they also retain water underneath them, moisture. And so this is the magic of, of Chateauneuf de Pape in many of the places in the Rhone Valley. That's why uh, when you come to know French wines, it, it's important to learn a little bit about each of the regions, like we've done with Beaujolais, and we've done with the Rhone now and the Languedoc and uh, uh, one more that we'll be talking about will be Champagne where where we'll be talking about chalk yeah, and how that affects the wine. Let's talk about the food with Rhone. Yeah, okay. And with Rhone whites, Viognier, great for a holiday yeah. fair, turkey, ham, goose. Yeah, and let and me stop you there. Rhone whites, people never think about the Rhone for white wines. These wines are delicious and they're giveaway price. So look for a Cote de Rhone Blanc. In the store, they're usually 15 to $17. They are so much fun to drink. And as you say, uh, they pair with so many things. What about the reds? And listen, one more thing, Tony, because you always say when we go out for dinner and there's smoked foods, yep. fish, chicken, duck, it's or even tough. smoked cheese, yeah. Viognier can go with, with those smoked, smoked foods. Yeah. So that's one of the few wines. Yeah, and that's also, caramelized vegetables. Rhone Reds, really good with, well, Syrah, really good with grilled food, lamb, steak, southern barbecue. Yeah. One-dish meals, thick stews, Korean short ribs. One yep. thing that isn't good with a Rhone Red, 
Not good with fish. Mm, yeah, I would I would stick with that. B- a bit too rich. Uh, yeah, that's the France 101 Rhone. Uh, interesting Viognier. You know, the French Viognier's, you could put them, they'd all fit in this room. There's not a lot of them made. But they're so famous. They've been now. We see them in Australia. We see them in Canada. We're doing a great job with Viognier yes. in the Okanagan. So, so in some ways, some of these French wines that were never discovered by normal wine drinkers are being rediscovered now because they've learned about the variety from a different from somewhere country. else. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, folks. Uh, sorry, we got to break it off. We're out of time. That's it for today's show. And I want to thank everybody listening in Vancouver, Victoria, Cam uh, Loops. Uh, and all the way uh, along the South Okanagan, Penticton, Kelowna, where next week we're going to move to primetime, 6 p.m., Friday nights in Kelowna. We finally made it. We are on in primetime in wine country. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. You're listening to BC Food and Wine Radio. Have a great weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.